0: Podcast is part of the sports social podcast network. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily, in association with Moonrise Cricket, Indian Premier League 2020, 13th edition, every day, every game, every spill every fill every triumph, all the way to the IPL Trophy.
1: Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another Cricket Badger IPL daily podcast and we've just seen a, well, King's Eleven Punjab. It's almost like the uh, the funeral music for them now. They are heading out the exit door unless they can turn things around very, very sharply indeed. Sunrise's Hyderabad, much more professional from them today. We'll talk about that game in just a second and then we'll look ahead to tomorrow's fixture which is between the Rajasthan Royals and the Delhi Capitals so join me to look ahead to that game it's Daniel Kelly and Naman Shah we'll start with you Naman today's game Sunrisers starting to edge back into this tournament aren't they up to third now starting to look a much better team than they were at the start
0: yes uh, James I thought uh, they just uh, it was simply a one-sided game and They love batting first, they love defending total, whether it is 140 or maybe 200. But they outsmarted and everything fell in place. And uh, in every department, they were just superb Whether batting, bowling. And uh, Warner was just everywhere. He led the troops well. The bowling changes were superb. Uh, Right from the first ball, we did not see any energy from Punjab. I also did not see any plans of bowling changes, just randomly he was giving one over to Quattrell, one over to Mujib, then another over to Shami. I did not see any game plan over there. Because uh, these two batsmen, Beirstow and Warner, you have seen in all the IPL editions still now, mm-hmm. they do get going and the game is mm-hmm. done and dusted there itself. So they needed to attack to them. But uh, Rahul had no answers for the onslaught and they just took the game away.
1: The uh, Johnny Burstow today. I was listening to the sound that his uh, the ball on bat was making when he was hitting those sixes, and it reminded me a bit of being a kid when I got a new bat, stood in front of the bedroom mirror, and was making that clicking sound as you try and hit the ball around your bedroom. Burstow was basically pinging it off the middle, wasn't he? It was some of the, some of the shots were huge.
0: Yes, you uh, and I was getting the same feeling. Uh, I thought that I am watching some kind of e-sports game. I am playing that, and every ball, it was it was more of a highlight highlights. Uh, he was just simply eating. Uh, I also saw pathetic bowling from uh, Punjab. But there was no energy at all. And yes, uh, besto capitalised on all the bowlers, um, whether it was Mujib and first over from Bisnoy, went for plenty, though he came good in the end. But uh, I guess it was too late for them.
1: Dan, you look at the table now, and Sunrisers are up to uh, well six points from their six games. They're two points off the uh, the two leading teams, one by Indians and Delhi Capitals. You look right down to the bottom. Claire Sanderson, if you're listening to this, you might as well just mute it for a couple of minutes, I think, because Kings Eleven down there on two points uh, from their six games. I was looking through the last few seasons, Dan, and uh, 2015, the fourth place team had um, 16 points. Obviously, you need to be in the top four to qualify for the playoffs. 2016, 16 points. 2017 was 16 points. 2018 required 14 points. And in 2019, it was 12. Now, the teams have been taking points off each other, so there's no runaway leaders here. So it might be slightly lower, but effectively, what I'm trying to get to is that with only eight games left, Kings Eleven Punjab can get to a maximum of 18 points if they win all eight of those matches. they're starting to get into last chance saloon, aren't they? They are indeed. It's not looking good for Kings Eleven. I'm I'm really disappointed in Kings
2: Eleven. On my first podcast, um, I did with Claire, I remember tipping tipping them for the final. Um, I thought they had a really good chance this year. I thought this might be the year that they cracked it, but I think there's, there's just not a lot going for them. To be honest, I think a few things are going against them. Team selection—they're not very settled, are they? They're not. They haven't got a good formula. They're throwing. I mean, Majib coming in at number seven is a bit. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that's a good move at all. But well, I, was th- I was
1: thinking that was Sheldon Cottrell to- at number ten. Yeah, there's not many teams in the world he wouldn't be number eleven for.
2: Yeah, very true. And I think there was there was obviously Chris Gale was gonna to play today if he was if he was fit. I don't know if that's the answer. I mean it it may well be if Gale has a day out then it's the answer for any t twenty team. But I, I think if you're putting all your eggs on in, in the Chris Gale basket at this point of the season you're you're kind of in a in, in a little bit of trouble. Um one thing I will say though, be interested to see how they go. Now the pitches are starting to get a little bit slower, starting to get a little bit older, used wickets, um, you know, it could become a different ball game um, as we get through the tournament, but they really do need to start turning it around soon.
1: The the thing with a lot of T20 sides, um, one of the common threads with the really successful ones is a good opening partnership. And we saw Kings Eleven start the tournament with uh, Mayanka Goel and KL Rahul smashing runs left, right and centre. They were fantastic in the opening three games they've kind of gone off the boil now and nobody else has really stood up to replace them. Whereas Sunrisers are, the, are kind of the opposite of that, really. David Warner and D- Johnny Burst had a fairly slow start to the IPL season, but now they're coming good, 160s down today from them. And it seems like all of the things that Kings Eleven need are, are being found by Sunrisers and not Kings Eleven. And I, I looked at the, the body language in the field today from Kings Eleven. There, there really did only look to be three or four players out there that from obviously from a distance, actually look to really want to be there. They, I think a few of them have resigned for, for already going out of the tournament.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, which is sad to see. I mean, like, you read them, the, the figures of the, the required points out from the previous season. They were, they were coming down as you went along the list and it was getting less and less. So, you know, they're only sort of, five wins out of how many games we got left? Ten have they got left oh, well, they, No they've, they've got they've got eight yeah. games
1: left and the, the lowest that's been oh, required. Of course. yeah. Oh, the, of course. yeah. The, the lowest that's been required to qualify was twelve points. So they've got two already. Yeah. So that's five wins from eight, which isn't inconceivable, is it? Five wins five wins from eight is very doable. I mean I I momentum
2: I think is a little bit overrated in, in cricket and I think it's a, a word used sometimes to cling on to um hope when there is none. But you never know it's in in this sort of short format of games coming thick and fast at the same sort of the same venues all it takes is a bit of bit of luck here and there, and you never know um one thing I will say you mentioned k l Rahul at the top of the order. he scored the runs, but he hasn't been able to have the freedom i don't think to score him quickly enough because I think there's too much um weight on his shoulders and too much um yeah. I agree. Too much of a price on this wicket, which would work really well. I guess if Gale came in, Gale and Rahul are the different prospects altogether, may take a little bit of the weight off Rahul. So that might be something to look out for
1: maybe. You mentioned uh, momentum being overused. I always think momentum is confidence really, isn't it? It's, it's about the team. And you see teams with, in inverted commas, momentum, when they get into tight corners, when, they, when they're in 50-50 matches with five overs left and it's in the balance, it's the teams with that momentum... Aka confidence that kind of know have got into the winning habit and get across the line and basically today you could see that Kings Eleven had none of confidence momentum, whatever you're going to call it. That it's just drained away from them and I, I you know, I fear for Kings Eleven now. They've got a huge job. on I Anil mean, Alnile and KL Rahal to get that side back um, up, up and in winning ways. No man, back to you just uh, briefly on the on the table and on Sunrises and Kings Eleven. Um, Sunrisers are now back at where I'd expect them to see them in in and, in and around the playoff hunt. Have you got any hope for Kings Eleven at all from what you've seen so far?
0: Yes, uh, James, uh, but they need to quickly identify the roles. And uh, as Dan mentioned it correctly, Rahul is not expressing how he plays for India. It's totally a different game. Over here, he's looking a bit uh, Weighed around a bit, shielded and is taking. He feels that he is a bit overburdened. Is not expressing himself. Also, if you will see, there is not much difference between these two sides. A lot more is depended on the top three. If you will see, maybe Puran and uh, Rahul and Mayanka and over there the same. The scenario same and the middle order is not that quite experienced. But the bowling on the right time, Rashid Khan and earlier were Their bowling came in form. But I also I. Dropped a message in our chat also, like they took this one wicket after bowling 200, that is almost 36 overs, yep. that was on 1st of October. So, before that also, we see we saw that uh, Cottrell and Shami were brutal with the new ball, but that's not happening anymore. So they quickly need to identify, it's not about just simply making the changes in the team, but they need that energy. I totally feel that, uh, I don't feel Maxwell is present in this IPL, he's totally absent. Uh, Whether it is bowling or batting, uh, there is no presence of him. So they quickly need to rectify, just uh, one match from here could bring a lot of uh, energy and momentum and I feel... Caribbeans are the best in this department they need Gale just one or two games and they will be back I'm sure
1: you made me laugh Naman with that message in the WhatsApp group when you said they haven't, They haven't. that's the first wicket they've taken since the 1st of October and I kind of I thought wow and then I thought about it I thought that's only a week ago really it's two games ago isn't it really but I, I get the point T20 moves very fast and if you can't take wickets you're not going to win matches are you Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Let's have a look then at today's game and pick our Moonrise Cricket moment of the match. Sunrise Hyderabad beating the uh, Kings Eleven Punjab. Naman, we'll start with you. If you were to pick one moment from this game, what would you pick?
0: yes it was based of innings but one moment uh, which i feel that took away the match and it was done and dusted there was a run out of maxwell i guess that was a brilliant fielding and the direct throw from the sidelines by priyam garg was the moment of the match for me it was just
2: simply superb fielding
1: Daniel, what about you if you had to pick a moment today your moonrise moment of the match today
2: I would say, if, if you take the context out of it, I think for an individual moment, the, the Puran 28 over um, was pretty breathtaking to see. 17 ball 50, uh, that'll take some beating this year. And I think I love watching Nicholas Puran bat. I think he, he's brilliant and he's a lefty to boot and we all love a lefty.
1: <laughs> I can't argue with either of your two picks so far. If I was going to throw another one into the mix, I think it would be Rashid Khan. I think he's just an astounding white ball cricketer. Four overs, one made and three for 12 today from him. I know he wasn't under a huge amount of pressure, but you still have to do it. And he's an exceptional leg spinner in one day cricket. And it's not the easiest art to master. Um, I've got the difficult task now of choosing one of those to name as our Moonrise Cricket moment of the match. Um, I'm going to go for what I said a few moments ago. Um, there was a couple of sixes that Johnny Berstow hit today and Johnny Berstow was the man of the match, he was the man that shaped this this uh, entire contest a couple of sixes he hit into the top tier of the stand that just went ping off his bat and it was a moment of beauty, it was a moment of power he hits the ball so hard when he's in full flow, so that to me is our Moonrise moment of the match, Johnny Berstow's big sixes Guys, let's have a look ahead then to tomorrow's game. It's uh, Rajasthan Royals against the Delhi Capitals. These are two teams in slightly different... I um, mean, we talk about momentum. It's going very different ways with these two sides. Delhi Capitals, which is uh, Dan's team, are flying in this tournament. Uh, I did a poll the other day about which team has impressed you more than any team in this IPL so far. Delhi Capitals won that by a mile. And... They are flying in this tournament and uh, right up there at the top end. Um, Rajasthan Royals, after a good start, winning their first two matches, have lost their next three. Um, Daniel, you're our experiment in terms of uh, this IPL Daily Podcast. You came into it with a liking for the IPL, but with no allegiance to a side. And you wanted to get a bit more embedded into the tournament. You got very lucky, I think. The Delhi Capitals have become your side. Uh, and they're playing brilliantly, aren't they?
2: They are playing very well. I think they're going to take some stopping. Um, I think they're the best team to watch at the minute. I've said it all the way through, but I think they're very well-rounded from from top to bottom. They've got all aspects covered. Rabada is sort of, I think he's streaked ahead so far in terms of bowler of the tournament. I would say my man, Norkia. I do rate Anrik Norkia. Um, And I think that's, you know, when you've got two sort of pace bowlers trying to, um, outpace the other one. It's always a breathtaking prospect. I think as well, I'd say Marcus Thorn, he's made me eat my word so far. Um, <laughs> he's been fantastic and if he carries that up, you know, if he carries it on throughout the tournament, he's going to be he'll be right up there in terms of um, al- almost in terms of player of the tournament and I see his confidence growing um, every game really. I think he is a confident player and he's hitting a really nice purple patch at the moment. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's game. I think it's going to be Maybe one I mean, we had some cracking games in the first week of the tournament. I think we're gonna have a really close one again tomorrow.
1: The the thing with this game, Daniel, is that I, I look at you know, on the face of it, Delhi Capitals win this for me because they're playing better cricket than Rajasthan Royals, but yeah, you only have to Agreed. look down the, the Rajasthan lineup and you can see some match winners from them. And you know if it's Josh Butler's day or Steve Smith's day or Jofra um, Archer suddenly gets a purple streak where he takes four quick wickets, which he's more than capable of then all of a sudden yeah. it's, it's a much more difficult day for Delhi. So you can't take any of these games for granted, can you, in the IPL?
2: No, you can't. I think um, Rajasthan on paper, I've liked them for a few years now. Um, I think they're also a team that caught the eye. They, I think they've, they've sort of caught the English eye cause they've got a lot of representation from our, our players and they're 11. And they're all performing well. Um, Butler's coming good now. And they've got Stokes to come back in. I know he won't come back in tomorrow, but um, they're, they're looking good going forward. I think. Tom Curran, I know you not necessarily agree, James. You're not um, from the from the group chat. You're not the, the Curran lad's biggest fan.
1: I think they're overrated. But
2: I think I think Curran is probably the weak link. I would say for for Rajasthan. And I think he's the one who's going to be vulnerable when Stokes comes back. But they've all now got one final chance to put their hand up to make themselves undroppable when Stokes is ready. And I think Stokes is um, he, he, he'll come in definitely for the next game against Sunrisers, which will be. Um, fascinating
1: to see as well to, to put my uh, current um nail my cur- current fl- um, colors to the mast so to speak i think they're very good cricketers i just think the way they're talked up by some people as if they are you know something in- incredibly special i don't think they're quite that good and I think sometimes, yeah. sometimes they they can put in some good performances, but they also can be quite ordinary at times. And I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think Tom's having a very good APL at all at the moment. Now, man, come across to you for this game. Um, obviously, you're neutral in this one because you're a KKR man. But the head-to-head record between these two sides, Rajasthan actually lead the head-to-heads between these two teams by eleven games to nine. But I think the key factor when you look at the the history of this um com- this encounter is that Delhi have won the last three. And Delhi are a different team over the last two incarnations of this IPL, aren't they? They've they've really stepped up a, probably more than one gear. Would you say that Delhi are the favourites tomorrow to to win this and take the points?
0: The best thing for Delhi right now is everyone is pitching in at some time or the other, whether it is Toynes or it is Nokia or it is Aksar Patel with his four crucial overs or sometimes it is Rishabh Panth each and every player is pitching in whenever needed. But one thing which I am, why I am backing Rajasthan tomorrow is because they are going to play in Sharjah where they love to play most. So, I feel that they are having an upper hand tomorrow. They have played two games over there. They have won those two matches and I will be backing them. Because before Stokes comes in, they will be going hard tomorrow. Uh, taking a win in their pocket. Going confident with Stokes coming in in the next match against the Sunrisers. Only because it is Sharjah. I guess Samson and Butler's and Smith are going to love to play over there. It is going to be a last ball match. I am pretty sure because both sides are even. But since it is Sharjah and they know this ground, they know this pitch and... Uh, That is the only reason I am backing Rajasthan tomorrow because they will be pretty much confident playing over there and they will take any uh, day, they will any day choose this ground to play at this moment when they are completely down.
1: t-shirts.com Browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web. Hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike. Featuring everyone and everything from Larwood to Leach and Cow Corner to Chin Music at BodylineT-Shirts.com And you can get 10% off your first order using the code BADGER at checkout. BodylineT-Shirts.com T-shirts for the discerning cricket fan. Quick answer from you on this one, Naman. Sanju Samson 171 runs, Smith 133, but the majority of those have come towards the start of this tournament. Joss Butler obviously 70 against Mumbai in their last game, but a lot of their runs are coming from the um, players like Tewatia, Curran, Archer, even down the order. They need a few more players at the top end to to uh, put their hand up, don't they? Because their only partnership and, and the the top few wickets aren't necessarily and um, being quite as dominant as some of the other sides.
0: Yes, they tried with uh, Jaiswal who is not uh, right now firing guns and uh, they also went with Utapa who failed in all the matches. Yes, Tevatya is handling the lower down the order but uh, I feel Smith needs to calm down a bit. He needs to play a more anchoring innings rather than just going berserk after each ball. But uh, I still feel that tomorrow's match and tomorrow's pitch is going to suit their kind of mentality right now yeah way of playing this T20 rather than getting confused when playing in Dubai and Abu Dhabi whether how to approach on these pitches. Over here, they are not confused at all. They know how to play. They will go berserk right from the first ball which Butler and Samson are going to love it. But they just need to be a worry about Rabada. That is the only threat over here on this ground. But rest of the bowlers, I feel it is going to be even Stevens' match but still I am backing Rajasthan right now. But yes, other players need
1: to step in. We heard it here first. Then Naman's no telling us that it's going to be a last ball thriller again in Sharjah. Um, Steve Smith is batting like he's got. Um, I, I tweeted out his little video of him playing the guitar the other day, and it made me scream inside. And he's batting like he's screaming inside at the moment because it's awful. Um, so yeah, you can watch it, but watch it with a kind of like a, a, a an eighteen certificate alongside <laughs> it. It's not the best. It is not the best. Daniel, we will finish this uh, podcast as we finished all of the ones so far with you on it. You're our experiment. You're putting kind of both feet into the IPL this time rather than just dipping your toes into it as in the past. How are you finding it? Are you a convert? Are you loving it? Where Where are you on the scale of naught to ten? If ten's massively excited,
2: uh, I am. I'm definitely a convert. I would say um, getting towards a nine probably at the minute. Um, I'm, I've really enjoyed it all the way through. To be honest, I've really enjoyed the um, I think we've, we've, we've done well to get the, the best out of a bad situation with the three venues, and I think it's working really well. I think the whole package looks really good in terms of the presentation. Um, the cricket has been excellent, and I think it's, it's only going to get better.
1: And uh, you've done all right by picking uh, or, or getting given, probably, the well, I think so far, the, the best team currently in the uh, competition. Guys, thank you very much for joining me. Naman and Daniel, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for coming on. Cheers, James. Thanks,
0: Naman. See you guys later. Thank you, James. Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, it's an absolute pleasure, Naman and Daniel. And uh, I will talk to you both very, very soon indeed. And uh, however, whoever even, you are supporting in this IPL 2020, get behind your sides. It's a fantastic competition. If you're Claire Sanderson, your glass is very much half empty at the moment if you're Kings Eleven, If you're Daniel and you're on Delhi Capitals or if you're Arnand with Mumbai Indians then you are loving life at the moment but you should all be loving it because it's a fantastic IPL and the IPL Daily will be with you as the name suggests every single day and we'll see you tomorrow Thanks for listening Join us every day throughout
0: IPL 2020 Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger Join in the fun We'll see you again tomorrow
2: Plus Network.